I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. We will have Tennessee commitment news after a huge weekend for the balls. They pick up a couple of commitments, also comments from Nico Nico Iamuleva. Uh, a little bit later, the five-star quarterback out of California did some recruiting for the balls and loves the lakes. Ryan Callahan will join us from 24-7 to take a look at this recruiting weekend with Ethan Stone of the Mandela Prada. I'm Dave Hooker reminding you. Set your notifications on. If you're watching right now on YouTube, go ahead and click the like button. And we'd love for you to click the subscribe button as well so we can bring you more content via YouTube and offthehooksports.com. But set your notifications on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, and Apple. Amanda, how are you this morning? You're smiling. You're happy that you're not in the middle of an infield. There oh, in the yeah. NASCAR burning up. How was your NASCAR event over the weekend? It was fun, actually. We had a we had a good time. It just rained like crazy, but thank God I was able to park in the infield so I could walk to my car in literally two minutes. So that was wonderful because the heat was intense. Like it was ninety five plus, and there was like no wind, and it was just until it rained. I know we were looking for Michael Jordan, who was uh, supposed to make an appearance but that apparently did not happen michael jordan was not at the track to support his driver bubba wallace i mean i i heard he was there yes or not yesterday but the day before on saturday but i didn't see him down in the pits that's not to say he wasn't there he was probably in the suite behind me which i 
didn't get I can't get into that. But you know Are you looking for I, a really tall guy? Bald tall guy. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, he's supposed to be dribbling a basketball. That's how I could tell. That was that was the giveaway. Uh, Ethan, where would Michael meeting Michael Jordan rank up there in celebrity list previously uh, or really that you could even? I mean, definitely, it'll definitely blow anything I've had out of the water so far. I mean, I can't really think of much higher than that. I mean, for me personally, I've said it on the show before, Devin Hester would be really cool, but that's not the same for everybody. So I can't really think of anyone higher than the greatest basketball player of all time. So. Yeah, I think, though, I'd rather kick it with Charles Barkley. I met Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, really did. I mean, I think I'd like to have a fun time with Charles Barkley. I think I'd have more fun with Jordan. I think he'd beat me out of my money for some reason. Probably. Um, no, Charles Barkley was a lot of fun, actually. I, I didn't meet him for five minutes, but he was really nice. And even though I had, like, he went to Auburn, and I had – my Alabama keychain. And I was like, I'm a BAM fan. He was like, well, we can't all make good decisions. And I was like, all right, (laughs) Sir Charles. He was really nice. And he took a picture with me and everything. So it's fun. So Sir Charles is the, 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 the biggest name you've met to this point. Ethan, you're a young man. Uh, (laughs) Biggest name you've met um, to this point. Anything stand out in particular? Probably Rick Barnes, honestly. I don't think there's any, any higher than that. I think I would go probably Joe Namath or maybe Andy Rooney. Does anybody remember Andy Rooney? No, but I know Joe Namath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty big one. So, and Wayne Gretzky. And, but did, did anybody, that's what was a pretty big one. Um, but did anybody, um, did, does anybody remember um, the, the guy at the end of 60 Minutes? The guy I just mentioned. What did I, I just said his name. What did I just Larry say King. Name? No, not Larry King. Well, you said that like grumpy guy at the end. Grumpy ago. guy at the end of sixty minutes. I just said his name. No, I don't watch sixty minutes. Yeah, I don't well, either. I watched it last really? night. I love it. Sixty uh, minutes. No. You just uh, said Andy Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. yeah. So my, my Andy Rooney. That's yeah. I forgot his name somewhere along this. So I went up to Andy Rooney and I said, "Hey there, uh, would you like to come on our radio show?" And he goes, "No, I don't want to be on there." And he sounded just like that. He sounds on sixty minutes. <laughs> do you remember Ethan? I mean, I know it's before your time, but have you ever seen clips or anything? I have I not. Know who he no. Is. He basically yeah. was just a grumpy jerk at the end of sixty minutes. So then at one point he got lost and I just went up to him and I said, Hey, uh, Mr. Rooney, can I help you find your credentials? And he yelled and screamed at me and cursed me that I was trying to get him on the radio show again when really I was just trying to help an elderly man. And then we got stuck on an elevator together that stopped at like 24. So it was uh, ultra uncomfortable hmm. because we were both trying to go up or down or vice versa and we were going the wrong way. So we stood there together for about 20 minutes. It was not a fun exchange as far as talk celebrities, but he's right up there, wouldn't he be? Andy Rooney? No. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some stuff that's really happening. It has nothing to do with Andy Rooney. We're going to have full Tennessee commitment news. The balls pick up a couple yesterday, and we have a date in mind for uh, Francis. Maui Goa, if I did okay on that, the offensive lineman out of IMG Academy uh, in Florida and the guy that uh, Nico Iaomuleva was all over 
this weekend. And um, we're going to hear some comments from Nico here momentarily. So a big recruiting roundup, so to speak, coming up. We're going to visit with Ryan Callahan and go balls 24-7. But the last team to get in the NCAA baseball tournament, last team standing, Ole Miss won it all, uh, Ethan. And I know that Lane Kiffin tweeted it out, and I'm sure that wasn't – incredibly for just a number of reasons that ties Ole Miss baseball and Lane Kiffin to Tennessee and Tennessee was the most dominant team. But uh, in the end, I'd rather, and I go against Amanda a little bit. I'd rather see an SEC team win. And in this instance, I agree with you just because of the story of, of what Ole Miss has done from being a nine seed in the SEC tournament to just not a very good team to being the 64th of 64 teams in the field and not just winning the college world series dominating. I mean, no one really came close. The the Sooners were also in their own right on the other side of the bracket doing very well. And old miss made them look like a, like a high school team. Uh, It was thorough up and down throughout the weekend, throughout the month, just a whipping of every single team they faced. I'm not sure they lost once. I could be wrong on that. So don't take my word for it. I don't think they lost once. And you just, I mean, you got to credit Bianco. You got to credit Dylan DeLucia. You got to credit Calvin Harris. Heck, I could name all of them because they just played very, very good baseball this week. And Mon- yeah, and it was, it, it was hard being in East Tennessee not to think of Tennessee possibly being there or at least mm-hmm. being in that final trio. It's kind of like, to me, the equivalent of being in the final four because you get so much spotlight in basketball. Um, I'm not saying they're the exact same obviously one's four one's two but still um that sort of spotlight uh would have been huge for for tennessee and would have been huge for those kids and we've gotten to where we really like those kids they did lose um one game to arkansas so credit uh old miss for having to to battle through part of that losers bracket but uh a man in the end um you know tennessee's baseball team is still a good story it's just not it wasn't in Omaha, and it's not going to be a national champion. That's just kind of where you are. I mean, that's that's what happens in baseball and in basketball. I just don't – I don't see why people want to give Lane Kiffin another reason to troll, to gloat. And I know he has nothing to do with the baseball team. I get it. But that's just another, like, little little thing in his belt that's just another thing he can whip out at tennessee fans and i just don't i don't understand the whole like i know support sec or whatever but this is not this isn't help tennessee at all it doesn't help any other school in the sec at all let's let's be real uh, let's be clear on one thing revenue sports so there are two revenue sports it's uh, men's basketball and football okay Mm -hmm. so you're really just managing losses for the most part and how much you can lose uh with title nine you still have to have women's program and that's the right thing to do it's a public institution but with the baseball team is it ever a revenue generator or not i don't know but i think it probably is for teams like lsu over the years and they just added the pitching coach that they hired away from the majors so even i think now tennessee is probably the one school that has shown you can kind of turn a little bit of something into something big, and I'm talking financially. I don't even care about the daddy hat and all that stuff. But you can turn that into something big financially. LSU already knows that, knows that but I'm going to go ahead and predict that the other teams in the SEC will see that 
and won't just sit back on their laurels, which used to be, well, we're too far north. It doesn't really matter. The bottom line is if you, if you're going to fill the baseball team and you can lose just a couple thousand dollars instead of a $500,000, then that's a win on the spreadsheet. If that makes sense. Yeah. The brand of college baseball, I don't think has ever been higher and it's still going up. Uh, I feel like more, more and more people are watching college baseball because they're recognizing it's a very, very fun sport to watch. And I, I feel like some people are frustrated with the, with MLB at the moment. And so they just kind of flock naturally towards college baseball, which has been incredible this season. And, you know, places like Tennessee, places like, uh, I mean, Phil and Mississippi this year from what they did, and they're gaining national attention. How about Vanderbilt? I mean, they're not good at anything in the SEC except for baseball where it's king there. And I mean, that's yeah. uh, for, for some people saying we need to kick Vanderbilt out of the SEC. Like we said, I believe just a little bit ago, I mean, I you can't do it because they're, because they're great at baseball. And, and so baseball is always, I feel like going to be the third wheel when it comes to college athletics and revenue, and it's not going to get that much, but that doesn't mean it has, does not have room to grow, which I think it does. And I think it we're witnessing that right now with, you know, the amount of people that are watching the the final between two unranked teams, Ole Miss and Oklahoma, and and loving every bit of it. Loving that Ole Miss has the storyline to be able to get to the end and and loving that they can see, you know, just this awesome spectacle happen right in front of us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Ole Miss series in the college baseball season is over, but there's still Major League Baseball. We'll have football before you know it. So get to Big Orange Phillies. Big Orange Phillies has the quick bites. You know, it's tough to get out of the office for a long lunch. So they're good at getting you quality food fast. You can grab something cold from the fridge or order hot from the counter. Fresh ingredients, casual, shouldn't mean stale. Go ahead and stay a while because it's a family-friendly environment. They have darts, billiards, live entertainment, and uh, karaoke. So a couple of other quick notes. Uh, The Avs do win the Stanley Cup. The Yankees might judge with a walk-off win. I mentioned that because it's awesome. So they split 2-2. With the Astros, uh, by the way, Atlanta loses to the Dodgers 5-3. Cincinnati over San Francisco 10-3 for those that follow those two teams. And then the Mariners-Angels brawl before we get to Nico Iamuleva. Um, That's pretty good. I mean, baseball fights, Ethan, are usually kind of lame. But there were some punches thrown in at the end. They threw like what looked like a big case of beer, but I think it was Dasani water. <laughs> but it looked like they just threw a big case of beer. Like, uh, uh, and 
That I mean, as far as baseball go, baseball fights go, where they usually just stand there and push. That was an eight out of ten, in my opinion. Yeah, it looked like a hockey fight. It looked like we switched channels. <laughs> it totally yeah. looked like we switched channels. It was. It was. I mean, I. Granted, I wasn't watching it live. Obviously, I was doing other things. But I, when you see it on ESPN, when you see everything, you're like, "This is shocking!" Like they're like they're really going at each other here, and it really is. It's it's like the Avs and the uh, and the Lightning. It's like they got into a fight, and we just kind of flipped the wrong channel on. Which, by the way, before I guess we get to Nico, fantastic series. If there's any sport in America, I think that is underappreciated more than college baseball. It is the NHL. It is hockey because that is just an absolute electric factory every single time. Playoff hockey is incredible. Obviously, the Avs, um, just the best team in in the NHL this season. Pretty, I wouldn't even say there's a close second place. I mean, the Lightning have the best goaltender, and I mean that's really all they got. Kucherov is playing really well as well, but the Avalanche with McCarr, with McKinnon, uh, Landeskog, obviously with the skate falling off at the end and him having to crawl back to the bench. It's just, it's awesome. It's awesome to watch, and I really wish more people would get into it because it's it's a very very awesome league that that serves awesome content every, every single time. I I think more will now that ESPN's behind it. I think basically yeah. you have to be on ESPN to get the coverage, and that's not really fair. Amanda, but that's kind of how things are. I had an opportunity to stop by uh, Zul Beer over the weekend, Zul Beer Company there downtown. So before we get to these comments from Nico Ia Amaveva, I want to uh, talk about, uh, man, what all Zul's got going on because they got a lot going on. Great panoramic view downtown to hang out and uh, great beer selection. They bring you Josh Ward's fall report that'll be every Thursday. So uh, yeah, and we're talking about beer that has won worldwide awards, Amanda. That's really strong. Yeah, absolutely. Grimes Like Dimes, um, as we, as you know, won the World Beer Cup gold medal. Um, we were actually at a festival in Nashville. It was the Preds uh, Beer Festival on Saturday, and that was insane. Like, people people had had heard of us, you know, they came, we had three different people in Zool merch come into the festival. So that it was, it was pretty incredible. Good stuff. The merch is strong. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, we would greatly appreciate it. And please subscribe and set your notifications on Twitter, Facebook, whatever they might be. So that you know, when we've got content coming down the pike, he, here is Nico Iamuleva as he visited with the media following his official visit to Tennessee over the weekend, which netted two more commitments. This would be courtesy of allquest.com. Walks to the weekend, Nico. What's like to be back on Rocky Top for the official visit? Yeah, man, it's always great to be back, um, back on Rocky Top, back in Knoxville. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time with the recruits. Uh, I had fun on the lake, and, uh, yeah, it was a good time had a chance to spend a lot of time with Francis. How important was that to you? You know, last night you put out the, I need Francis. Yeah, so very. What was the overall pitch like? It was very, uh, very important. I, you know, I pitched him the same thing. Uh, he was mainly pitching the development part, and, you know, I told him what it was with that part. And, uh, yeah, no, um, we, just, we just spent time. His parents got to get down here, and we got to all spend time together. So I think that was the main thing for his parents to get down and see Nagra and, you know, see what we're about. How do you feel like they enjoyed the visit? Oh, for sure. They, 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 they enjoyed it pretty well, I think. Uh, I, I see. I seen smiles all around, so I thought they enjoyed it pretty well. Is there anything 
uh, for you at this point when it comes to visits or just more about kind of helping Tennessee recruit at this point? Uh, you know, it's both for me. You know, I'll, I'll still look to have a great time, you know, all the time. And, uh, yeah, but I, I've really been, you know, trying to recruit. That's been my whole thing, so. So was there anything you learned this weekend that you didn't know before? <laughs> I didn't know how fun the lakes were. Um, I think the lakes are my new favorite thing to do. <laughs> I enjoy more than I did the ocean, so. Yeah, I know. I love the lakes and, you know, tubing and all that's fun, so. Was this the most family that you've had out at Tennessee so far? I know your grandpa was able to come. Or that yeah, 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 it was, yeah. All my all my siblings got to come out. So it was seven, seven, I have seven siblings. So they all got to come out, and you know my mom and dad, and then my grandpa, of course. So yeah, no, it was definitely you know one of the most uh, family family trips I've had. So yeah, it was a great time. There were a lot of recruits on campus this weekend. Just what was the vibe? How, how would you describe the vibe this weekend on campus? Vibe was great. Um, a lot of these guys, they haven't really met me in person, so uh, I was getting a lot of, like, you know, mixed emotions from a couple of guys saying, you know, we see you on social media. Uh, we think you're a cock. I don't know what, you know, portrays him or myself to be a cocky dude, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it was just good for them to finally meet me and see what I'm actually like, so I thought it was great. Having a chance to spend some time with Nathan, you know, what was the message like to him? He's a big receiver that can really yeah. match up well yeah. with what you do throwing yeah. the vertical no, ball. Definitely. Um, I seen him play at the OT7 my first time, and, you know, he was going out there getting that ball. He has, definitely has that track speed, so uh, me and Nate had a, a great time. Yeah, we had a great time. What's this next month look like for you leading up to football season? I volleyball nationals, and then um, – me and my dad really just been hitting it, um, you know, training. Uh, I'm trying to put on a cool 15 pounds. So, uh, yeah, we've really been going uh, emphasize the, the weight room for sure and, uh, you know, eating habits and, you know, all that. So. Transferred back to Long Beach Poly for your senior season. And ultimately, for you personally, what's the goal there? I mean, sure, it's a state championship, but personally, what yes, do you sir. want to achieve there? As of right now, I haven't really looked too far, too far ahead. Um, you know, obviously, a winning season. Uh, but yeah, I, I've really just been in the moment. Um, I've been real busy with, with visits and, and volleyball lately. So, yeah, I've been, I've been the, the high school football hasn't really been on my mind. Uh, we're in summer break, so, uh, so I think summer ball starts up soon. So. Sorry about that, guys. I had my mind um, uh, So he said something um, at the end of, of what he was um, of that that brief interview, and he, he was talking about uh, the fact that he's focused on volleyball uh, for now. And Amanda, you pointed out that might bother some Tennessee fans. Um, why? I, I mean, that's that would just that's just me. I think if you see a, you know, your number one recruit, your five-star quarterback um, who essentially could make or break you, and he's focused on something that's not football, especially if it's a, you know, physical activity or a sport like volleyball, um, the, the opportunities for him to get hurt come into mind, um, especially with, uh, I mean, volleyball is not exactly an easy Sport. There's a lot of jumping and betting and biking and all that crap. So it, I don't know. I would Big feel one. like his focus isn't exactly where it needs to be. 
Okay, I want to bring up a guy, Ethan, that I had the same question about. Um, uh, I want to get your thoughts real quick, and then we're going to uh, get to Ron Callahan. It was Landon Dickerson, a guy that Tennessee was recruiting. Uh, he ended up at uh, Florida State, um, and now he got selected by the Eagles in the second round. Why do I bring him up? Uh, well, there's a specific reason. I bring him up because I think that uh, – choke that bird. Um, Amanda, but I, I bring him up because he wanted to finish Eagle Scout pledge, and some people thought that was soft. So I guess I see the other side of that. I think you can be the guy who who is uh, multi interested. As Land- Landon Dickerson went to Alabama. Yes, and then he transferred. To, he went to Florida State originally, and then went okay. to and then went to, to transfer to Alabama. Yeah, so same yeah. dude. Uh, I thought Tennessee had him for the longest time, sure. but uh, no, you're absolutely right. He went to Alabama. He started at Florida State, and that's when he chose. It wasn't a tremendous surprise, if you remember, because they were so incredibly hot at the time. Um, that was when he decided that I guess he still wanted to, to recruit, but he did. Originally, he was the first true freshman offensive lineman to start a home opener at Florida State since Jamie Dukes. Um, and then he transferred to Alabama. Car shopping made easy at Biles Automotive right there on Callahan. At Biles Automotive, integrity is the difference and selection. Use cars, trucks, and SUVs in inventory. And when it comes to auto financing, they've got it. When it comes to car service work, they've got it. And it's all about integrity. They need appreciate and uh, love your business. So get down to Biles Automotive there on Callahan while we go in the bird patrol right Sorry. before. That's fine. We'll work on it. Sorry. <laughs> do. do you want a bird or do you want a baby? Uh, I want neither. I've raised two. Okay. Um, <laughs> as Keith and his fiance. Stay tuned. More after this, the recruiting rhino. Uh, will be up next back in two minutes on Off the Hook Sports. To own the more that owns every job, then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. 
This is Al's Desk Barbecue Supply, so come on in. See all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help, so you can produce the best barbecue and amaze your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, here we go. Let's get to uh, today's poll question. And I want to look back at the poll question on Friday. So what did we have? What did we end up with, Ethan, on the poll question on Friday? I know we bannered it about a bit, but where did we end up? And I can't hear Ethan for some... Ethan, we can't hear you. Unmute yourself the magic there we are i was just about to say i'm I'm looking i'm looking i have to mute my mic because uh my fiance's sister's cats are just absolutely going at each other at the moment so so that's uh made this a little difficult trying to find the poll question right now so give me one second thoughts on today's poll question um amanda i think that would you consider tennessee's um recruiting weekend of success if it ended just as it were right now two three-star guys committed i kind of thought there would be a yumarov type of guy or a higher rated type of guy mawigawa um so i mean initially i would have to say no but they did pick up two three-star commitments i i, I don't know i could go either way that's what makes it a good poll question it, I think it depends. Are you saying if it ends now and nothing else happens from this weekend? You yes, get so let's, let's phrase it. Ethan, I think we should phrase it as of this second. Are you happy with the results of Tennessee's recruiting weekend? Yeah, you're yeah, you'll get that, a yes. Yeah, that does make it a little difficult because obviously you still got Maui Goa who's committing soon. And then, I mean, a lot of these people just wait and, and kind of see. So it's a little difficult. But right this second, if we phrased it like that, then I think it would be I'd probably yes. I mean, you get two commitments. You get John Slaughter, especially, who people, you know, weren't 100% sure was going to come here. And obviously, Tellender. So I would say yes as well, I think. I found the poll question, by the way. Um, right, I guess. It was, yeah, do you care whether or not Neyland Stadium has a capacity above 100,000 and 68 to 31 
people said yes. So that's just two to one. I mean, that's not a, a big, I thought it'd be more like four to one, quite frankly. Mm. So people want to be more comfortable in the stadium. And I get that being comfortable is important for your pet who might have situational anxiety, whether it's storm anxiety, car ride anxiety, or also if that pet's having trouble jumping up in the back seat of the car, jumping up on the bed, it might have some arthritis issues. Well, Craft Treats can help you with that. CraftTreats.com. They have the chill pills that are absolutely fantastic. So go to CraftTreats.com. Yeah, I just, I guess I thought there would be, <clears throat> I thought there would be a splash guy. I thought, I really kind of thought in the back of my head, I didn't even say anything. I thought it would be Maligoa. I thought, um, you know, with all the emphasis and with all the emphasis that Nico had put on him. But that that being said, at the end of the day, Ethan, you're right. I mean, that's a question that's good for now. But on July the 5th, after Maui Goa and maybe Amarov announced a decision, we know Maui Goa is going to go on the 4th. We don't know about Amarov. But after those guys announce, this question could flip 180 degrees. So Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree 100%. Um, I, I feel like most people, like some people will commit and they'll have their mind made up. They'll say, if I have a good official visit, I'm just going to commit. But some people just don't think like that. Some people are like, hey, I still got this. I still got this. But the weekend still happened and the weekend will still, I guess, marinate with them. So we could see people over the next couple of days. We could pe- see people today. We could see people in a week. It, I mean, you'll be able to trace I guess their flip back to this past weekend and, and you just never really know. So to say it wasn't a success because they didn't do it soon, I think is a little, is jumping the gun a little bit. And if well, you want. Me... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think we lost Amanda. I think I... Amanda, go ahead and talk. I think we lost you somehow. All right, fine. I don't hear you. I'm going to talk to Ryan now. Ryan, how are you, sir? <laughs> Doing well. How are you, Dave? <laughs> well, if we can get Amanda back. That'd be nice. Um, I just keep talking. I don't know why you're muted. That doesn't make any sense. All right. So Ryan, two, three star commitments. You have a uh, Francis uh, Maui Goa come away, which is usually a good sign um, of an announcement date. So in the end, as of right now, I'm not talking about what could happen in the coming weeks, but as of right now, was this a successful recruiting weekend for Tennessee? Uh, no question this was a successful weekend. I mean, let, let's start with the two commitments. I know just just three stars is how, how most fans will probably look at that. Everyone wants the, the four- and five-star guys. But those are long-time Tennessee targets, and it, it's not too often you see guys commit during visits. It's kind of an old-school way of doing it. Uh, a lot of kids will make decisions during visits, and even if they you know tell the coaches while they're there, they'll, they'll wait till days later to, to have their planned announcement, kind of have their – their choreographed moment and, and these guys just went ahead and did that while they were on campus. So, uh, or in, in Jeremiah T. Lander's case yesterday afternoon after he got home. So, so to get to before the end of the weekend was, was a pretty made to a, a successful weekend on its own. And then you throw in uh, just the guys that they still could land in the coming weeks. And, and, and I would say it goes beyond just this week. I think you're going to see this play out over the course of the next handful of weeks, probably with, with some of these guys with, you know, Nathan Leacock, the wide receiver from Raleigh, North Carolina, he, he's currently planning to wait till late July or early August. So I think in a month, a month and a half, that's where you can look back and kind of see how, how successful was that weekend. And I think we'll end up tracing back several of these guys that, that visited Tennessee over the weekend and say that that weekend kind of set up Tennessee pretty well to land several of those guys, potentially, if things go the way they would like down the stretch. Tell me more about Slaughter. 
because when I look at his offer list and interest list, it's not scintillating, but you know more about it than I do. Yeah, no, I, I think first of all, he's in the he's in the Memphis area on the Mississippi side, obviously at, at South Haven uh, High School, and and definitely it's a school known for for putting out a, a good bit of talent. But that's an area that can get somewhat overlooked in recruiting at times. So I, I think. And, you know, I've, I've, I've asked several people their thoughts on that, why he's maybe been a little bit overlooked, because I think Tennessee sees him as being a, a, a noticeably better player than what, what you, the current ratings might suggest, what his offer list would suggest. Um, you know, I, I've talked to people who cover Ole Miss who, who think he is underrated right now as well, and they're, they're very familiar with him from being uh, not too far down the road in Oxford. So I, I think there, there are some people who see him as, a, as somewhat of a steal for Tennessee right now, and then there are other people who – maybe still see some things in his game that, that can develop and, and just know there are a lot of good defensive backs out there and not all of them can be four stars. And it doesn't necessarily mean Slaughter's not going to be a good player. just means others might be more proven at this point in their high school careers. So I, I think he's one that still could have a chance to move up in the rankings this fall, but um, I don't see much not to like about his game. Honestly, he's a, I, I got to see him practice once this spring when I was over in the Memphis area, six foot one and a half or so 195 to 200 pounds rangy can really run. And one thing I really like about defensive backs, he's one of the best athletes on his team. Uh, to me, it's always concerning when you don't see a guy like that playing on both sides of the ball, playing on special teams. But on his team, he returns kicks. Uh, they throw jump balls to him on offense. He's even going to play a little quarterback this year, it sounds like. He just does a little bit of everything. And I think that's a sign he's an overall good athlete that's going to cover a lot of ground a lot of ground in the secondary. So I, I like John Slaughter, and I think that's a nice pickup for Tennessee. Ethan, I know you want to jump in here. Go ahead. Yeah, obviously the question was going to come at some point. How do you think Francis is uh, uh, trending at the moment? And uh, I don't know, just do you think that he likes, I guess, what he saw? Yeah, I, I think Tennessee did well with with, with Malangoa. And I, I think there, there are a few different schools of thought right now on where that one is. But I think that one of the constants, and this is a good thing for Tennessee, is that you keep continue to hear Tennessee being mentioned as one of the main contenders. You know, I've, I've sp spoken with people who cover multiple schools who all think Tennessee is right in the thick of that one. Meanwhile, you talk to other people, you hear, you know, maybe USC is one of the main threats. Maybe it's Alabama. Uh, Steve Wiltfong on 24-7 Sports yesterday throughout Miami, a school that I had not heard as much recently, but he just went there on an official visit recently too. Um, so I think all those schools have a, have a legitimate shot. The one school he's taken an official visit to that I've just not heard much about being a serious threat is Florida. So I think there's literally an argument you can make for any of the other four. And uh, but Tennessee, I think, is one that is getting mentioned as much as anyone. And that's that's usually a good sign. So um, I would caution against maybe reading too much into the timing of his announcement being on July 4, coming right out of the uh, official visit to Tennessee. I think he always wanted to do something in July, um, maybe a good sign that he's ready. Um, but I, at the same time, I've seen in plenty of cases, guys announced decision dates coming off their last visit. And it just means that the school that hosted him on his second or third official visit a few weeks ago kind of locked him up a little while back or, or helped him make his decision uh, coming out of that final visit. So that may or may not be a good thing in the long run for Tennessee, but I do think there are at least positive signs for, for the Vols to at least think they can, they can land him. So we'll see what we find out over the next week. Uh, it's still a, a real battle, I think, right now, and, and I don't think anyone's totally sure what he's doing. And uh, that's, that's one that Tennessee obviously will be paying very close attention to and working hard to, to try to, push that one across the finish line, but it's, I think USC and Alabama, if I had to guess right now, um, just, just based on what I personally heard are probably the two main threats to Tennessee in that one. Yeah. As, I, I, found it, I was going to say, right. I found it really interesting what you said about obviously not looking into too much 
obviously Francis going to Tennessee, having that one be the last one before he commits. Do you think that's kind of a myth that, that being the last school to, I guess, officially ha- host an official visit for that person has anything to do with where they're going to go? Well, it, it, it very much just varies from one next to the one player to the next. And I think that's uh, that's something you see in every factor throughout a player's recruitment. But yeah, the timing of those visits can be that, that can be a myth in a lot of cases. I think it's kind of 50 50, honestly, just from, from my more more than a decade doing this. That you see some players that that final visit can sway things and schools will battle for that final visit in many cases, especially if they think a player is impressionable uh, and, and kind of rides the visit wave uh, and gets excited about each trip he takes. But other players, they go into that last visit, and especially if they've got a commitment coming up soon, they already know where they're going or have a good idea going into that final visit of where it's likely to be. So it just depends on the player. And in this case, you know, it's a guy from uh, American Samoa who's got family uh, far away. They've got a lot to consider, including whether they want to move to the mainland and, and go somewhere close to wherever he goes. So I think there is a lot that goes into this decision, and I'm not sure they've completely arrived at a decision just yet. Maybe we get house swap. And I could live in Hawaii, and that, I mean, we got Wi-Fi. I mean, I can cover I can cover the balls from Maui. Wouldn't that be a good idea, Ryan? Yeah, you want to join a, me? Sure. Hey, we're we're in a we're in an internet based world, man. We can do this from anywhere. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jeremiah Tellender, your thoughts on picking him up? I don't think we've addressed him specifically. Yeah, another longtime target. This is the guy Tennessee hosted uh, for its very first camp last year after uh, after things opened up after that long dead period for COVID. And, uh, you know, he, he comes to camp and no offers at that time. And, and Tennessee gives him the very first offer. And, and that even that didn't quite jumpstart his recruitment, but it, it you can trace back his, his, his recruitment uh, taking off a little bit. And, and it really started with that. And this past fall and certainly this spring more so is where he – uh, has improved his stock and now has more than 25 offers. But Tennessee being there since the beginning, I think, was a factor. And and they've always liked him, uh, but I think we're even more sold on him this spring. They went to see him a couple times during the spring evaluation period, linebackers coach Brian John-Marie. And I, th- I think he's at a new school now where he feels he's uh, his skill set is being used a little bit better. Uh, I think he feels he's going to have better senior film than he did junior film. So I think this is a guy Tennessee, you know, again, the current rankings don't necessarily reflect where he's been on Tennessee's board. I think they, they like him quite a bit, a good athlete who's put on some good weight over the past year. Now about 217 pounds after being closer to 207 when he was at Tennessee's camp a year ago. So uh, a lot to like about his game. I think this is a nice pickup and, and obviously they need help at linebacker uh, a couple guys, at least on the way out after this year. So that's certainly a position where he could come in and have a chance to, to compete for early playing time. And, and again, a guy they have wanted for a long time. And if you're getting guys like that, who, who've been pretty high on your board, you, you've got to feel pretty good about it, regardless of the, the rankings and offer list and all that. you got to be confident in your evaluations. Yeah. So I know you've, you've covered recruiting for for a hot minute. Um, so Does that make me how, like a hot hour? You're a hot year. <laughs> I'm a, um, Ryan's, still, Ryan's a young guy. I'm an, I'm an old guy. But, you're a hot no, Ryan's, year. The, be- Ryan's the best, though. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So – I know over the years you've seen many, many recruits. They like to stand out, especially when they're announcing where they're going to school or, you know, um, when they've committed. They like to do a bunch of different, like, uh, antics. I don't know how else to describe it. So how would you say – how would you feel as a Tennessee fan? Would would you not be, I guess, discouraged by – 
guys not committing after this weekend? Or would you see it as, you know, these guys are doing what they do as an individual and they're going to push it back and it still could be Tennessee. It doesn't mean that they're not coming here. They're just trying to make their individual day as big as it can be. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit that it's a, and it's a little bit guys just wanting to take a, a little bit of time, I think to, to process things. Cause in a lot of cases, you know, June has become the new January. It's, it's the big stretch run now for a lot of these players making decisions uh, before their senior seasons. That's and there's there are two reasons that happens that way. College coaches want certainty in their class. They want to know what their class is looking like by the end of the summer. And and players want to have their decisions out of their way before their season so it doesn't distract them from their current teams, things like that. So this has been the stretch run for a lot of guys. And, uh, you know, you if you're a Tennessee fan, sure, you want this past weekend to turn out to be a success. But, you know, for instance, we went into the weekend knowing that Christian Conyer, the cornerback from Bowling Green, Kentucky, is announcing a decision on July 3rd. That, that date's been set for weeks, so he's, he's doing that on Sunday. Uh, and then you've got guys like Nathan Leacock, I mentioned earlier, that planned to wait till late July, early August. Some others that didn't even have really planned announcements that, that want to figure things out for at least several days. So it, it is you know, pretty rare. You, you know, we saw Texas have a big weekend. You know, there's some other schools that, that had some, some really productive weekends on the commitment front, but uh, it, it's much more common these days for guys to wait uh, set up something, as you said, for an announcement or just take more time to, to think things through and, and then set up an announcement within a couple of weeks. You know, uh, Shamarad Umarov, a, a four-star offensive lineman who visited this past weekend at Tennessee, he's talking about making a mid-July decision. That's one that I think is a Tennessee-Georgia battle. So there, there are several of those that could still fall Tennessee's way. And, uh, and, and it's, yeah, much less common for guys to get emotional, make decisions, and just wrap it up during or immediately after a visit weekend. Much more common that they take several days. So definitely no reason to worry. And I think the, the month of July still could be very, very good to Tennessee. Not just this past weekend too. guys that visited a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, it was a, it was a busy month of visits and I think they're in position to, to maybe get several guys in the month of July. Ryan at two, four, seven sports, go balls, two, four, com. Tell us about how we can get your work because I've said before, uh, Ryan's of the best in the biz when it comes to cover and recruiting. I actually, uh, Ryan was going to put together a rhino sound that I can put as a drop because I jokingly call you the recruiting rhino. Nobody else does. But uh, rhinos, you would think, would make some sort of roaring sound. They just kind of grumble. So yeah. it, <laughs> there's nothing going on there. Maybe I'm that's not. fitting. It would have to be an older rhinoceros, too, right? To, right. To hot oh, I, I forgot. I Googled elderly YouTube rhinoceros sounds. Uh, <laughs> it's not good. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. YouTube's like, what are you doing? We can't track that. Uh, but, Ryan, tell us how we follow your work. Uh, some of it's behind a paywall, but it's well worth paying for at GoBalls247.com. Yeah, some, some of it behind a paywall, some of it not, and, and we'll have plenty on that. And uh, coming out of this weekend, looking back at, at the busy month, and uh, and Tennessee had a, had a big camp yesterday too to wrap up the month. Uh, you know, they can't host any visitors the next four weeks, so they they kind of sent out the month with a bang yesterday with uh, the official visitors leaving, and then that camp that had a lot of uh, 2024 talent. Uh, so if you follow recruiting, lots to keep track of coming out of this weekend and, and in the coming weeks as those uh, targets we mentioned get closer to decisions. We'll have that all covered for you on GoVols247.com. And it's actually just $1 to sign up for the first month. So a great time to check out the site and take advantage of, the, of that deal that's uh, that's always available, but uh, but a great way to check it out for, for a few weeks and see if you like it. Just like my advertisers, anybody that I have on uh, wholeheartedly endorse. And I mean that with Ryan. So great stuff, Ryan. We appreciate you making the time. 
don't work too hard this week. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks a lot, Dave. Let's see, buddy. Ryan Callahan is uh, just really, really good. That was talking crude. Talking Cruden. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. Talking Cruden today brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden. Vassie Lawn and Garden in Cleveland, Tennessee, open six days a week year round. They have the EETC certified technicians. They're awesome. They've got the zero term mowers. Uh, they've got 3.99% financing for 60 months, 0% APR for up to 48 months. They're all right there at Vassilon and Garden. Hedges, trimmers, mowers, whatever you need. So the poll question today we decided to go with, and Ryan really changed my mind because I trust Ryan. But what did we go with, Ethan, and how might Ryan's appearance change my vote, which it is going to? Yeah, as of right, we've already got a pretty decent amount of votes. But the the question obviously was, are you satisfied with, as satisfied with Tennessee's recruiting weekend right this second? And I believe eighty five percent of the votes say yes. They are. Wow. Yeah. I'm a, I'm frankly a little surprised just getting two three star guys. I'm. I'm genuinely surprised. I thought that would be pretty close to 50-50 or 60-40 not happy. Huh. There's hype on hype ball. I'm telling you. Well, I I just think it's impressive that they ultimately uh, trust him. So, because you take up two three-star guys, you're disagreeing with a lot of other college coaches out there. You know, you've either done your due diligence or you have a different opinion of a young man. So, Sounds like that's what he's doing. So that's that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm impressed. So uh, our, our poll question today brought to you in part by Midnight Oil right there in Oodlewall. You can get your service taken care of. You can get some Michelin tires because they are a distributor at Steve Ray's Midnight Oil Service and Tire Direct in Oodlewall, Tennessee's first choice in tires, auto repair, and regular vehicle maintenance. It does feel like this, though. I guess it's through reading through some of your countdowns and we have a countdown today, Ethan of the most important balls that we'll post. So give us some update on that. But I guess by reading your countdowns, it seemed like every, two out of three are defensive backs and then Tennessee's getting commitments from defensive backs. It's a constant reminder that Tennessee might need some defensive backs to step up. Maybe so. Yeah. I feel like people are going to think, you know, there's way too many defensive backs on this. Uh, is someone actually going to tell me that I'm wrong, that Tennessee desperately needs help in that secondary? Because that was the problem last season, in my opinion. Uh, teams, w- I mean, Tennessee would score on anybody. That's perfectly fine, all well and good. The other team would have 50 points. <laughs> and that's, eventually, that's that's got to be uh, quelled, I guess, especially when you're losing guys like Alante Taylor and Theo Jackson, who are you two are your better three uh, on the team last season. Well, and Amanda, I know you follow Alabama football closely, but they're they're the next step for Josh Heupel is the same thing that Nick Saban did when he implemented an up tempo offense, and that's the ability to be able to run a four minute offense when you have the lead, run some clock, put some pressure on the defense, give your defense a break. So. Ethan's right. I mean, I don't think the talent was elite in the secondary, but goodness gracious, with the way that offense runs, those defensive players have an awful lot of pressure on them. They do. Yeah, they yeah. absolutely do. I mean, it's it's insane uh, the way college football has changed from, you know, the 2009 national title to now. I mean, the style of offense is completely different. I, you know, as a defensive it, as a linebacker or DB, it's 
you know, people would say defense wins championships. Well, now I don't think it does anymore in college football. I really don't. I hate, I hate to agree with you, but I do. Yeah, it sucks because obviously Alabama is very big on the defensive side of the ball. And you can see how it's how it's come full circle. You know, now you have – I'm just saying at Alabama, you have Tua, now you have Bryce Young, and now you have these dynamic quarterbacks where it used to have like Greg McElroy who was, you know, just a game manager, and that got it done. The defense got it done. I do yeah. want to. I want to play devil's advocate really fast. I love devil's advocate. I, sure I agree. Play. I think I agree here. I think the defense wins championships moniker is kind of gone by the wayside. Uh, we have to address the elephant in the room that Georgia had probably the greatest defense of all time and just won the national championship That's true. with Stetson Bennett That's as a true. quarterback. But That's- I do agree with you. I think that was a special instance because, like we said, that is the best. I think a better way to put it would be. Defense probably still wins championships, but offense is getting closer. I mean, by the day, because you, you got to have a decent offense. And especially in college, when the defenders are not as talented as they are in the NFL, uh, offenses are just going to run wild. You see what Ole Miss did last season. You see, obviously, what Alabama was able to do with their really good offense, Bryce, Bryce Young. And obviously, what Tennessee is doing and might be able to hold into next season. I, I think the... I guess exciting uh, aspect of college football is all about the offense and it's just going to keep going up. Whereas defense, in my opinion, especially with Georgia last season is, I mean, it it has nowhere, it has nowhere to go, but down because Georgia last season, that was, I mean, one of, if not the best defense of all time. And, you know, obviously they, they reached the mountaintop. Amanda has a sassy look and I'm scared. I'm not, I'm not being sassy. But devil's advocate, to your devil's advocate, um, that game, and I know it's, I'm not being a homer and I'm not saying, you know, oh, it's Alabama, blah, blah, blah. We definitely – team had, had its issues. However, the SEC championship and the national championship were two different games yeah. and mainly because of injuries on the part of the offensive side of the ball at Alabama. Yeah. If we're being honest – that it was a different game because of, of the losses. So, well, they don't, I mean, they don't lose that game with uh, J- Jameson Williams and then, oh my gosh, suddenly the other guy, Mechie. Mechie. yeah, John Mechie the third. I mean, they, they don't, I don't think they, they lose. I don't, I don't frankly think those two games are close if they're 100% for both of them. That's Unless, very fair. Now, now, now close, I, I say 10. I'm not saying they're going to blow them up by 40. No, no. <laughs> Owl's no. Nest, great place to go there in Ottawa. Barbecue is not a food. It's a method. It's all about solely cooking meat, which we did over the weekend. It was awesome. And you can do that anywhere. The great part at Owl's Nest is they have all of the necessary equipment that you need. They have the rubs. They have the, uh, the the smoke pellets. They have all that you need right there. And the rubs are absolutely incredible. The sauce is the whole nine yards. So you just basically go in and I'll ask you, do you like more vinegar or mustard? And then, bam, you're taken care of. It's a really neat community there in Ottawa. So I want you to check it out. So a couple of things uh, this day in sports history. 1979, uh, Muhammad Ali confirms that uh, his third retirement is final. Mm. It was not. And then like two years later, it was just sad. 
very, very sad where he was just, you know, he had that rope it up style where he would take a bunch of hits to wear an opponent out. And this is, that's all he could do. That's all that was left. He didn't have any hand speed. He wasn't hitting back. I can't even remember who he fought, but it was like 82. And I don't remember personally, but I've, I've seen clips of it. And he just, he was just getting hit a lot and he wouldn't go down. And there's no question in my mind that contributed to his mental disease later in life. Um, it just, he just went on too long. And I, and I hate that because, you know, he, he, I know a lot of people have strong feelings because of the Vietnam war, but I think in the end he was, he was a person that was about peace. A guy that supposedly is about peace. Now Mike Tyson KOs Mike Spinks in 91 seconds on this day in 1988. Ethan, I know you're not remember, old enough to remember that, but Amanda, are you old enough to remember that fight in 88? No. Okay. No. Well, you're like, like 49, aren't you? So um, I remember so that fight specifically. Me and Why the family, 88. <laughs> Me and the family getting it together. And Ethan, I don't even really know because you're a younger guy how much experience you have with, with boxing, probably UFC. But you know how they drag it out? Are you are you familiar enough? They drag out the main event until like midnight. It doesn't really start yeah. until midnight. Yeah. So they'll say like coverage starts at six o'clock. Yeah. And you're watching basically a couple of hobos go at yeah. it for five you, rounds. Yeah. And then so you get to the main event. And so we stay up all night, popcorn's ready. It's 12:15, main event over in 91 seconds. Yep. <laughs> it's just like. It was cool and deflating at the same time. It was very, very. It's odd. like a roller coaster. You're waiting in line for a roller coaster. You get there and it's 30 seconds long. Very cool, but 30 seconds yeah. long. Yeah, <laughs> so that was Mike Tyson. That was most of his fights. Uh, this day in sports history is brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. They provide East Tennesseans with honest, dependable heating and cooling service. We truly appreciate the crew at City Heating and Air Conditioning. Go to YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe, please, so that you'll get notifications of when we post content. A lot post early in the week that we distribute throughout the week, so you'll get sneak peeks. So, again, like and subscribe. For Amanda, Ethan, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Have a fantastic week, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.